To the right. And to my left is Megan. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to I'm trying to like cue a burp. Hold on. Do it. Say one more time. Say one more time. <laughs> to my left is Megan. I'll edit in a bigger one later. Yeah, I, I guarantee there's gonna be more later. Oh fuzz. Yeah. Copy and paste it. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I go on the internet and yeah. find me a big old burp. Fuck yeah. yeah. Burp from Elf when he drinks the two liter of pop. Will Ferrell. Alright, I have not seen that. What? Okay, Will Ferrell and Elf burp together? Oh Elf. Not Elf. We were talking about Elf being back in pog form. Oh dear. Okay. Oh my yeah, we're off to a great start. Great yeah. start. Rick James. I was about to say that. <laughs> Holy fuck! I love you guys. Okay. Uh, so get set up here. Welcome everyone. Get comfortable. Undo your pants. Oh my pants? Off. Yes, they are like yeah. <laughs> Done. Um, it's been it's been a while, you guys. This is exciting. I know. Um, we took a little bit of a break because of the Christmas holidays. Not really because of Jesus or anything. no, no, or Santa. Really, it's just yeah. you know, like got a family and friends. Yes, and drinks, lots of alcohol. Yeah, being off work, moving. Yeah, I yeah. moved. I yeah, moved. big move. Yeah, hell no. It's pretty big. I'd say that's big. I Moving all of your you possessions. talking over the clatter of her seashells. I know. <laughs> yeah, so we just started um, New Year's Evil. New yeah. Year, New Year's Evil. Yeah. That's why we're doing it. Predictable, but fun. Uh, yeah, when totally. When else could we do it, right? Yeah. It is a good movie. It's fun. I like the guy's voice in it. Call me evil. It's, it's just not, it's not menacing. It's kind of like ugh, nerdy. His like, yeah, his um <laughs> voice changer or whatever. <laughs> it is pretty nasal. If somebody called me like that, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> but yeah, literally what? this girl has a bead shop in her hair. I know, it's amazing. It Actually, is she's very like um, the girl from Demons. Yeah, I, I can't remember her name. She is though. She's very much like the girl from Demons. Yeah, you're right. You can hear the clanking yeah. of her fucking beads that, and everything. If that I was my body, that. that would drive me fucking nuts walking yeah. around all day. That's like, yeah. like when Costanza wears the corduroy pants. The oh my god, the swishing! <laughs> Holy shit, that's like one of my favorite episodes ever because like when he shows up for the uh, the lunch and he's like, "If you're one of us, you'll take a bite." Right. <laughs> Oh, fuck, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we got busy, a.k.a. lazy, mm-hmm. and, you know, drunk, moving, drunk, off work, watching movies, taking a break. So now we're back in pog form, and uh, we're watching, might as well watch, in the beginning of a new year, New Year's Evil. Um, I've actually, uh, before we decided to do this movie, I'd only seen it once before, so I had to re-watch it a couple days ago and, like, forgot a lot of it, but yeah. definitely remember this fucking song. Um, this song has been stuck in my head since we decided that we wanted to do this movie. Yeah. I can't get it out of my fucking head. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty awesome. I also couldn't figure out 
If this is a man or a woman. Uh, it's... <clears throat> I have a hard time with I that. I know a woman wrote it. Yes. I don't know... You know, that's a really good question, actually. I, I didn't question it when I listened to it, but now that you brought it up, uh, it's going to be on my mind. Well, I know that this song, the New Year's Eve, the band in the movie, they're not a real band. Because I tried to find, like, information on the band, and there's, like, nothing. Um, I think the band in the movie themselves are called Shadow. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the song New Year's Evil was written by Roxanne Seaman. And. And she has written music for a lot of people. It's actually hilarious how many. But like, but like a lot of like big soft rock and like not. Because like this song is supposed to be like. A hard rock song and like all of the the people in this movie are all like kind of punk rockers and whatnot but like she's literally written songs for like Barbara Streisand and like Phil Collins and like the Jacksons and Earth Wind and Fire. Fucking oh, Bette nice. Midler. Yeah! Um, also Sisters of Mercy which is completely like uh, kind of weird and out there. Yeah, yeah that's it's like really weird. Very different. Yeah. Very different. I love that she wrote a song for Earth Wind and Fire though because yeah. I, I do love Earth I wonder Wind which and Fire. one it was. They've got trippy ass music videos, that's for sure. They sure Fuck do. Yeah. 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 Right. The boogie down. I like disco a lot. <laughs> Apparently, all of the singing tonight is going to be in chicken form for mm-hmm. me. That's perfect. You chicken away. You you do you, yeah. chicken girl. <laughs> yeah. You bock on, girl. Bock on. Bock on. Bock on, bock on home, boy. <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, yeah, so New Year's Evil. Okay, wait, we're at the part at the beginning when the punk rockers are, like, arriving arriving at the show, and this fucking one, like, leader of the punk rockers, like, pulls out that, like, knife, but comb. It's like a comb knife. Like, those things were, like, very common in the 80s I feel like did you guys yeah. ever like have friends that had them and be like yeah check it out got a knife never mind it's a comb yeah everyone did that that it's fucking cool man that guy was cool did you see how cool I, he looked when he started fucking blush? I was gonna say whenever he's kind of hot it's not like it was hard to find punk rockers to base your characters off of yeah especially at this yeah. time and it's so funny it, it always kills me in movies when they try and like summarize the look of a generation why don't they ever get it right yeah. like i feel like it's always exaggerated or something like it's not yeah, hard to mm-hmm. just get it right just like, totally. yeah just go onto the streets and hire like real because these guys were like a combination of greaser punk rock yeah. goth all like just pick what are you doing man yeah. you know what's really funny about that is like when i was when i was reach watching this movie uh like the concert that's taking place is like the band that's playing the, every song is like a different type of music yeah there's like, like there's a like, there's like a bluesy kind of like slow yeah, jam yeah, yeah. And, like, and then there's like punk rockers like fucking slow dancing and shit and then there's like the new year's evil song that's like very like rock and roll yeah it's like all over the fucking place it's not that complicated yeah no <laughs> they really they, it's like they tried to complicate it but it there was no need for yeah it. just keep it keep it one one simple thing just but it concept. worked i guess yeah they needed to have some slow jams 
So people can make out, I guess maybe they just, you know. You never made out to rock and roll? Yeah, well, no, well, I not. guess. <laughs> I guess like uh, Trash and Return of Living Dead is, she's all like making out with uh, punk rock music. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> true. Grabbing his crotch and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love it. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, New Year's Evil came out in 1980. This is an old movie. Is yeah, this the know, oldest right? movie we've ever done? Really? Is it? I, don't know. I mean, if we're like mostly focusing on the eighties, like we've never done a seventies movie. So I think this might be the oldest movie that we've that we've reviewed. Possibly. I think we might have to uh, do some fact checking on that, but I wanna say New Year's Evil, oldest movie so far. Only fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes though, too. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. There was a lot of like, okay, so it's considered like a cheesy horror movie, but there are a lot of things in this movie that surprised me, even amazed me. But I'll get to those as they happen. Uh, for instance, right now, um, her, the fucking, uh, the DJ Blaze, um, that fucking, the color of her dress, that like peach and gold shimmery color. Yeah, it looks I'm obsessed with that crazy. fucking like color on like jumpsuits and dresses in the 80s like it's very like Farrah Fawcett yeah I love it I'm pretty sure Britney Spears might have had an outfit like made out of that back in like her earliest days as well yeah for sure very shiny I love I love what this lady wears and I also love that she's like a mom and her son like comes to be like hey mom just you know want to hang out on New Year's Eve and she's like dressed up like all it's like rock the busiest and roll. night of her career and he shows up it's like take a hike kid <laughs> i mean and that's pretty much what she does throughout the entire movie she's and like basically just like yeah we'll talk about it later he's all like oh i got a part in a play Ugh. and she's like yeah good job like, yeah like we'll talk i have later. to work bro and um, now call in I know. remember call in shows oh yeah remember those yes look how big yes, those the bases of those phones I right? Know. It's like Massive. a fucking computer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bat phone. Yeah. Oh, it is like the bat phone. Call me on the yes, bat phone. Yes. Well, this was written and directed by Emmett Alston. Um, is that a question? Als Emmett Alston? Alston? I think uh, it's Alston. He didn't really do that much. Um, he's only directed eight movies. But they're kind of all dynamite gems. Oh yeah. my Mind god. Blowing. There's one movie that I have to reiterate the plot to you guys. Okay, so the first movie that he did was a comedy in 1979. It's called Three Way Weekend, and I want to read the plot to you. Oh my Are god. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you guys so, ready? I'm so ready. Okay. Two bisexual girls go camping in the woods and are followed. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, and are followed around by a perverted guy in a gorilla mask and a man in uniform with a whip who thinks everyone's a communist. Strange sexual encounters ensue. Of course. And other people show up out of nowhere. Uh, they do drugs, and an incomprehensible plot follows. Follows the incomprehensible yeah, part yeah, of comes that. After yeah, that? yeah. Okay. so I have to watch this movie. I looked it up and I couldn't find it on YouTube. It seems like it's really obscure. The cover of it as well looks pretty fucking amazing. It's like a drawing of like a creepy guy with like lipstick all over his face, like 
sticking his tongue out like, Ugh. like I just had a three way weekend. <laughs> like, it looks fucking ridiculous. It's gonna be one of those like campy summer camp kind of things. But I love how it's like two bisexual girls go camping. So of course, like that's like let's go camping, and then like the first scene is gonna be them making out in their tent or whatever. Titties will be out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like random dudes wearing gorilla. Masks. Yeah, jerking off, watching them yeah. fucking in the tent or whatever. And they're all like, "Fuck communism!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, New Year's Evil was his second movie. Uh-huh. Um, then after New Year's Evil, he did four ninja movies. That's cool. Uh, Ninjas are cool. cool. And fucking Demon Warp. Demon yeah. Warp like, is good. Like in between the ninja movies. Okay. That is a great movie. That movie Demon is... Warp also has an incomprehensible plot. Holy shit. Yeah, because like speaking of incomprehensible plots, this man, that must be his like excellence because his like ideas for demon warp they he must have been like on coke or some shit like when he was like they must have stopped in the middle of filming demon warp and been like okay let's like add some like aliens and like a little demon and like how about some like sacrificing in like a cave and it'll work out great it's like and what? it did you're right you're fucking right it totally because like the first half of that movie is just like adorable George Kennedy a really really bad like caveman like it's like uh, Bigfoot or something it's like a Bigfoot guy with like a really shitty mask and then people start to kind of get possessed like the girl with the eyeball yeah and she like turns around and she's like (laughs) (laughs) and uh and then as soon as they go in the cave, it's like what it's like a completely different movie. It's like what the fuck? There's like that weird like riffraff looking guy that's like holding the heart yeah. and he's like all creepy and like wearing like a fucking cape uh with like a hood and like sunken eyes and like sunken cheekbones and he's like <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked. It's so fucked. If you haven't seen Demon Warp, I highly recommend it. Yeah, poor George Kennedy agreeing to that. He's so cute. He's fucking adorable. He's not even really in it that much. Yeah. He's, like, in it in the beginning, and then he, like, shows up a little bit, it, like, peppered throughout, and then towards the end, but that's really it. It's, like... He, it's all about the ending of Demon yeah. Lord, for sure. But it seems like it was definitely two movies, two yeah. different plots, and then they were like, oh, I have a great idea, let's just stitch them together. <laughs> yeah. It's the 80s. No one will notice. No. <laughs> Until 30 years later when right? three drunk girls talk about it <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, Emmett also, he wrote a movie based on a novel in 1986. Uh, it's called Hunter's Blood, and this movie looks really intriguing to me um, because it stars Clue Gulliger. Okay. Yes. Good Bruce start. Glover, like awesome. uh, Crispin Glover's dad, nice. star of Kill Crazy, and uh, fucking Joey Travolta. What? John Travolta's brother. John Travolta has a brother. <laughs> yes. His name's Joey. His Joey name's and Joey. Joey Travolta. That acts. Uh, yes. I need to well, see. Well, I yeah. Dude, please looks, pull him now, up. Now he looks more like him now, but in back then he didn't really look that much like him. But he is also in that movie with Carrie Fisher, that Hollywood Vice Squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does he have an album? Yes. Yeah. He what? Also, he also has. John an Travolta album. has a brother that Named acts Joey and has that, an album. That has it, dude. It's like fucking like Stallone. Like yeah, Sylvester like Frank Stallone. Like Frank Stallone had an album. He too. really didn't look like John Travolta. Like he didn't look like his brother. 
You know what? I would pick Joey Travolta over John Travolta Shut any fucking your day. Lying this guy looks like mouth. a fucking babe. <laughs> Have you seen the size of his waist in Greece, though? Yeah, ooh, but like, ooh, ooh. yeah. I don't know. John also- Travolta never did it for me. He never did it for me. <laughs> you have offended Megan. I know. Getting that blowjob and carry. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Joey Travolta was also in uh, Beverly Hills Cop Three, so the worst one. Oh, but yeah, like I didn't know that he had a brother. No, that I is didn't a know that either. Slash actor. It's like he's like the Frank Stallone of the Travoltas. I thought yeah. that was pretty interesting. Very. I wonder if he believes in Zenu also. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Keep your beer in your lips. I almost spit my fucking beer out. <laughs> Praise Zenu! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right. I think because right now we're at the scene at the In asylum the hospital. hospital type place where yes, yes, we yes, have yes. Taffy O'Connell. Yeah, Taffy uh, O'Connell yeah, is so- a big Deal. Yes, this this woman yeah. is crazy. So yeah, this scene is kind of weird as well because this guy literally like comes out of appears out of like a closet and he's like, "Hey, I'm the new doctor. I have champagne. Do you want to drink fuck. and fuck? I've literally been here for thirty <laughs> seconds." And she's like, "Yes, it's New Year's Eve. She's Let's like, fucking do it. Let's do it. Let's fucking do <laughs> and it." And it's really funny that she immediately goes to fucking. When I was just randomly scrolling like her Wikipedia. And then I scroll down in the bottom of the page. You know how it has, like, under everything, it's, like, related searches or oh, related yeah, yeah, pages. Yeah, yeah. Like, topics, under everyone yeah. else, it was, like, happy days or, yeah. like, other things yep. that were in. <clears throat> related search for her was tentacle erotica. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, <laughs> so we're going to fucking talk about Taffy O'Connell. She plays Jane in New Year's Evil, and um, she is in a movie. An amazing movie called Galaxy of Terror. Yeah, she's best known. That's her right. like best known performance. Did you watch it, Megan? No, you will. I couldn't. You will. Yeah, I would like. I I researched that a bunch, and I couldn't find the time to watch it before we got it. That's into okay. This. You will watch it. It is a fantastic movie, actually. It it's really, really is so good. Um, she became famous after doing Galaxy of Terror because of a very controversial rape maggot scene. It actually gained an X rating, and um, because she acted like oh, two... she's the maggot rapist. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm. Uh, so she acted like too sexual, and the tentacles around her like naked body were like too realistic, and so they cut a bunch of it out, yeah. and for it to be an R rating. And you know what's really sad? Until now, those cutscenes are forever lost. Yeah, like it's never been, it's never been found. But yeah, so in the movie, it's like Galaxy of Terror is like, it's actually a really well done movie for like a bad, like Roger Corman produced movie. It's essentially the idea of Prometheus. Yeah. Where it's like they go to a planet, there's a pyramid, they go inside of it, and then this pyramid... Uh, takes all of their worst fears and makes them reality. And so for that, uh, this girl's character, Taffy O'Connell's character, um, I don't remember what her name was, but her fear was worms. And so like a worm appears and it grows bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it becomes 12 feet tall and it starts to rape her. And it's actually disgusting. Yeah, like it's, it's, like a, so it's a man and like a disgusting. giant like maggot costume. No arms. Like it's, uh, yeah, like it has it, a little like, tiny. Yeah, like tiny, little, like caterpillarish, but, but slimy. But also, like, yeah. tentacles. It also has tentacles. 
tentacles because the tentacles have to take her clothes off. Oh, yes, of course. Of so course. It's, Clearly. Not, it's yeah. not just your average man. No, it does have appendages. Yeah. And it takes off her clothes and like rapes her. It's like humping her and like making her slimy. Ew. And yeah, shit. it's really gross. But like, but apparently in this the scene that like was too much for the MPAA was obviously because she looked like she was having too much fun. But also they said that the maggots like gyrations were too realistic like it was like humping her too too good basically yeah the maggot was humping her too it good. was doing her too good it makes me really sad when i hear about like these like cuts being lost forever like no one is ever gonna fucking see I know. that that's really sad but an x rating and i know that in back in the 80s there was a lot of like the mpa was like slashing and very strict and chopping a lot of stuff or whatever so like i i i don't know how that scene could have actually been an x rating unless you see like a maggot penis penetrating yeah or something like that but i guess it was just too much for them but galaxy of terror in its entirety is a fantastic movie robert england is in it and he's so young and so fucking Aww. adorable. Like, it's like when he was in V. Yeah, like Aww. before V even. I think yeah. that was, it's 81. Um, and also another thing that, just as, as a side note about Galaxy of Terror, when I was watching it, I was like, wow, like the setup and the scenes are so beautiful. Like the pyramid that they go into is like, the sets are phenomenal. And the planet itself, I was like, wow, this kind of looks like aliens a little bit. Like I want, and it's before aliens. And I was like, this is so weird. And then when the end of the movie came I saw in the credits I saw the name James Cameron and I was like yo if this is the fucking real James Cameron I'm gonna fucking shit so apparently Roger Corman you know started a lot of people's careers and James Cameron was the production designer on Galaxy of Terror and it looks strikingly like aliens so it's like he took all of the things that he learned and that he did with Galaxy of Terror and applied them to aliens and when you watch them you can you're like Galaxy of Terror is kind of cheesy but it has that quality to it that it's like this movie is is not really cheesy because the sets are amazing and yeah so james cameron worked on galaxy of terror and that's why it looks so fucking cool it's pretty fucking awesome like sid haig is also in it yep and does uh, he play a good guy uh, no he's just a guy from he doesn't even talk he's like a scary guy that yeah he's just one of the crew guys but like i love his scene though like his 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 own arm uh, attacks him. It's just like you have to watch it. It's it's fantastic. Cool. And like um, during a reading of Galaxy of Terror, um, the director I forgot his name. He asked Taffy uh. O'Connell like if uh, she knew why he gave her the role, and he said it was because of the twinkle in her eye when he mentioned the maggot rape scene. <laughs> what? I know. Like she knew how to have fun and like her scene in new year's evil um it's happening right now she's being murdered and like it is very short so she did have like a very like small part in this but she also had another small part that i thought was pretty cool she's the fucking ring girl in rocky too yeah Yeah. i thought that was really fucking neat and um she did a lot of tv as well like she was in three's company i fucking love three's company she was in happy days knight rider um the incredible hulk so, like, a lot of actors in New Year's Evil, I find, were in Happy Days. I was, and Happy Days, and a few of them did, like, these, like, staple shows. Yeah. Like, like really important shows. Like, and Love I'm sure Boat, those, Deuce like, of Hazard and shit. Like, yeah, because I was going to say, like, I'm sure some of those shows. Uh, gigs were not easy to get. Yeah, no those shit. those were, like, 
the top rated, you know, yeah. like, played shows back then. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. But seriously, like, Galaxy of Terror, it's on Prime. It's so fucking good. It's like... I have, like, a very long list of, like, movies that I need to watch, and probably, like, 80% of them are, like, you know, like, bad movies, but I love bad movies, but every once in a while, like, one will surprise me and be like, that was not a bad movie, that was a fucking awesome movie, like, Alien Contamination Mm -hmm. and now Galaxy of Terror, it, like, blew my mind at how, how good it was. Maggot rape. This is evil. Remember me. His face is not menacing. No, he's cute. He's like a good-looking guy. He doesn't. He's like Sears catalog face. Yeah, he's like Docker's like guy. You know what I mean? He doesn't look scary at all. No, I know. He looks like he should be yeah, like in the Sears catalog. (laughs) And now he's dressed like a burglar. I know. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Well, you know what's funny is like when he first called. Um, she made fun of his voice, like his altered voice, and she said, like, who is this, the Phantom? Um, Apparently that's a reference of uh, Phantom of the Paradise, which is a great uh, fucking musical, and, like, I'm not really a big fan of musicals, but Phantom of the Paradise is Brian De Palma movie. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, I've 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 never seen it, It's good. You should fucking watch it. Jessica Harper, like, from Suspiria Mm. is in it. It's awesome. Call me evil. <laughs> Look at like the guys from Home Alone. Like, why are you wearing like <laughs> every time I think of like the burglars so from Home Alone, I just love the part when he gets electrocuted and his face turns like a skeleton. Turns, like, like a skeleton. Like in, I think yeah. that's in Home Alone too, it right? Is. When he gets electrocuted he's like, oh! <laughs> his hair stands <laughs> on end. That part's so fucking good. Well, I don't really have like that much info about evil. Like his real name is Kip Niven. Yeah. Kip, uh, Kip, that's not a menacing name Kip, at all. Kip, like, he also was in a bunch of, like, TV. Like, he was in Knight Rider, TJ Hooker. Yeah, everybody's Walker, in Texas that. Ranger. Yeah! <laughs> I think I need to rewatch Walker, Texas Ranger. I tried rewatching. was it with you, or maybe it was with uh, my boyfriend, but it was with someone where we had the, I think it was with Dave, where we had the argument where I was like, no, Pamela Anderson was in a show and I thought it was called Barbed Wire, but it was VIP was her show. Yes, yeah, right? yeah. So I tried rewatching old episodes of VIP, and I was like, I can't. It's not corny enough to enjoy. Do you it's, know what I it's mean? It's like it's bad. bad. It's just mm-hmm. I remember VIP. Oh man, that so shit I wonder was an atrocity. If, if Walker Texas Ranger. Thank you. I wonder if that also is gonna be like. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like bad. Chuck Norris, like cannot fucking act. So, right? but no. but I, it's like entertaining that he can't act. Yeah. I just remember the Conan yeah. O'Brien lover, like the fucking uh, the Walker Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember back when the show was on that my parents watched it a lot. Yeah. Um, but it, because it like was kind of campy and fun, like, like uh, they liked those types of shows. So was MacGyver. MacGyver was great. Now they did the re- the reboot, and it sucks. Oh, boo! But... Ooh, I hate when they do that. Like yeah, my, the, the they Miami did Vice. Miami Vice. Yeah, yeah. It all like sucks. except I think was that a movie sucks. or was it a show that they redid? Uh, it's a it. it's a movie, and I think they also have a show as well. Oh, yeah, they off. did a show. If it doesn't have Don Johnson in it, eat my dick. Yeah. Oh no, no wait. I'm thinking of Magnum PI. There's a new Magnum PI show. Oh fuck off. Yeah, there's a bunch of those old cop that is shows that they're sacrilege. redoing. Yeah. If Tom Selleck is not in it. It's not Magnum P.I. Yeah, I want a mustache and a Hawaiian shirt. Fuck that. 
Okay. That equals a vacation, a mustache, uh, and a fucking Hawaiian and shirt. Oh, that yeah. guy, Kip Niven, <laughs> yes. or whatever, Yeah, he also did a movie that I didn't watch and I didn't look into, but it was like 2011, uh, Rue. So Rue, and Can it's you like- spell that? R-O-O. Like kangaroo? Whoa, that's like kangaroo? not what I was expecting. Yes, yeah. kangaroo. Okay. And he has ears, like big ears, yeah. and Rue is the baby from Winnie the Pooh. Kanga is the mom, and okay. Rue is the baby. Yeah. You guys are familiar with the yep. Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. characters? Yeah. And, and he's got, like, these kangaroo ears, and it's just a silhouette of him with, like, things exploding in the background, and it's called Rue. Is it an animated nope, movie? Nope, nope, nope. He's wearing ears. Like, he's, like, a costume ears. What? And, like, it's just called Rue. And, like, I kind of just passed it over, and then the more I looked at my notes... Like getting ready for today, I was like, I should, I should really get into that. I, I gotta figure that out. And, and now like, I just no. like feel like I have to. Like 2011, 2012, like new. Oh my god. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know about that. So like, you are very brave if you're. Yeah. Gonna I watch might. That. Like a crime fighting. Is it like, like you said, there's explosions and stuff, so it's gotta be like an action like, movie with a guy with kangaroo. Or? He looked like a bad guy. Like he looked like the menacing, like um. Donnie Darko mm-hmm. kind of yeah. kind of thing. Oh my god! But I, I don't even know what you're describing to me. Like it's so like you're speaking in riddles. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying to picture this, and I don't like what I see in my brain. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. It sounds phenomenal, actually. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll look up a picture for you guys. But yeah, so this guy's done some shit. Yeah, but, like not really. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> but not really. You know. He did a lot of stuff in the seventies. Actually, he was in Magnum Force. That's fucking Clint Eastwood. Nice. Uh, Earthquake in nineteen seventy four. He was in Airport nineteen seventy five, which was a big movie, and a movie called Midway, which is another big movie, I guess. Uh, he did some stuff on the Waltons in the seventies. Law and Order. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like everyone has been on Law and Order. Yeah. Oh God! It's like well, like he, you know, like he's like the guy who dies in Law and Order, or like the like grieving husband, the or drug something. dealer. Yeah. yeah, like everybody gets one Law and Order episode. Yeah, um, and he's everybody done a lot of Broadway and stuff too. <laughs> uh, the only other thing that I saw about Kip Niven was that his first wife tragically died in a car accident in 1981. Aww. That was very sad. Was that the year after New Year's Evil? Yeah. Um, and then he ended up returning to Kansas City in 1995, and he works in local theater, and he has a comedy radio show in Kansas City. Ooh, cool. Comedy radio yeah. show. Maybe that's why he did Rue. Yeah. Because he thinks it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. And actually, I say, oh, that's great. A comedy. What the fuck is a comedy radio show? Would that be like Howard Stern? I don't know. Is it like sketch comedy on the radio, or is it like just a funny host guy? Right, or... like the think of tells it, jokes. I don't know. Yeah, I I wonder jokes. about that. We're gonna have he to. Tells dad jokes. <laughs> he tells dad jokes. Kip, Kip, Kip is such a wholesome name to me. It just sounds like somebody that's like it sounds like, like a Christian like a dad to me. Kip, Kip. But then I think of Kip Winger, and I'm like, okay. yeah, I know. That's I what I was Kip thinking Winger. of too, actually. Ah, oh, I, I love Kip Winger. <laughs> no, no, Megan's waving her hands. Rue, 2017. Oh. My bad. Wow, that's like... Man kangaroo, comma. A 40-foot Christmas tree pyre, comma. The circle of life, period. I'm what? so confused. Like, what the what? fuck is that? Whoa. So it's a short. It's, like it's a-, a short, yeah. 
So I'm so confused. guys, that's all. That's literally the whole page. That's all it is. It has the director and and that's it. And so is he acting in it or is he the director? He's actor. He's, he's the actor. Man. He's okay. his name. He's the room. His name is Grandpa in it or or something. <laughs> oh, so he's not the kangaroo. But maybe the kangaroo is Grandpa. Oh, I guess. Yeah, Grandpa. Man so, kangaroo, comma, 40-foot Christmas tree pyre. Like, what is what happening the? in this short film? Fuck. So Kip Niven is doing well. He's yeah. Doing <laughs> Kip, doing Kip Winger's doing well. Kip Winger. Oh, my God. Kip Winger. I love him. <laughs> he was a babe. I love those hairy chests. <laughs> you know what else I love about back in the day? And you always see these movies where it's like, People are parents' age. Out. My mom would not be fucking out till midnight on New Year's Eve now. Yeah, like, right? There's no fucking way my 50-year-old mom is going out with I one know. of these party hats Unless on. Unless they're supposed like, to be like 30-year-olds or like 20-year-olds. Maybe. But in the 80s, I think things were a little bit different too. I don't know. Everybody I think it was, was like, cocaine. who needs a babysitter? Leave the kids at home. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well. And everyone was on cocaine. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fueling all these parties. Um, I also want to point out that evil is wearing a fake mustache in this right yeah, now in this scene he's trying to <coughs> pick up his next victim in the appropriate time zone i love her fucking dress i you know what i also kind of think is funny about her role i guess as like the host of the show like there's bands playing these bands are like up on stage singing their songs <gasps> and she's just dancing around on stage with them. I also, it's so I also love weird. that there's a band that's playing and people are just talking at regular volume and they can hear each other. Yeah. Well, that also, yeah. That, that like, like, I that's love not that. real. That's not real. He looks very different with a mustache. Yeah, he does. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> no, he looks really... Kip Niven! Sleazy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Diane, a.k.a. Blaze, um, she's Roz Kelly. She has a very interesting story to tell. Yeah. Bitch she, is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, Bitch right? Is like, crazy. Mm-hmm. Legitimately crazy. She's, yeah, legit, like, okay, so she was also on The Happy Days, and um, she was Fonzie's girlfriend, Pinky. Pinky was Leather's older sister and leather was played by Susie Quattro. Quattro. Yeah. I did not fucking mm-hmm. know that. Names are... Do you know who Susie Quattro is, Megan? No, that last name's she's amazing. A, uh, she's right? like a singer slash bass player. Like she who, she's who Joan Jett like idolized. Like she Aww, was like one of the nice. like original fucking female like rockers. Yeah. Like she, Susie Quattro is a fucking badass and I had no idea that she was on the happy days. I didn't even know that she acted. All my life I ever wanted was to be somebody, so here I am. You probably know that song, uh, The Wild One, because I'm the wild one. Yeah, I'm the wild one. She rocked. Like, she gave Joan Jett her look. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, also, her last name is everything. Yes. Susie Quattro. Yeah. But yeah, her character, apparently, um, Roz Kelly's character, Pinky, was uh, supposed to go on to further episodes, but she was dropped from the show because she didn't get along with like the other cast and the producers. Uh, but then after that, she kind of did like a little bit more acting. Like uh, she was in Starsky and Hutch, The Love Boat, Charlie's Angels, Dukes of Hazard, and then she was in that movie that I've never seen, but I know what it is, and it's called Full Moon High. 
and it's directed by Crazy Larry Cohen, and um, it's basically what Teen Wolf completely ripped off. It's literally exactly what it's I imagined when you said the title. It's the movie. It's the exact same movie, except really? in Teen Wolf, uh, Michael J. Fox plays basketball, and mm. the werewolf kid in Full Moon High plays football. Really? That's the only so difference. So did Full Moon High come out before Teen oh, Wolf? Oh, yes. Really? Yeah. yeah. That is so... We need so to bring this to someone's attention. Right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Justice! Like, right? That's why Larry <laughs> Cohen is so bitter. Right? And weird, because he's like, oh, motherfuckers, fucking steal my fucking ideas. Cue the <laughs> serpent! <laughs> I wow. need to watch that whole movie. Me and Morgan just watched, like, a YouTube video of Cue the Winged Serpent of just... <laughs> The dragon. Yeah, scene. it's like so all the scenes. Like just all the scenes of just the monster. But one day we should watch like the whole movie because David Carradine is fucking funny. Uh, fucking hilarious. <laughs> Q. <laughs> oh, winged serpent. <laughs> I don't know why that movie makes oh, me laugh man. so much. Fuck. <laughs> um, Roz Kelly also apparently before she started acting and stuff was uh, a staff photographer for New York Magazine. Um, so yeah, she was like shooting like Jimi Hendrix, Andy Warhol, Cream, Leonard Cohen, Neil Diamond. Ooh, Your it seems like a much cooler job being a rock photographer. Yeah, well, yeah well, especially back then. Yeah, it was just the like fucking... the golden age of like rock and roll, and the internet has like spoiled and tainted a lot of that kind of stuff. Where it's like paparazzi can just literally sneak out of the bushes and then post a photo and fucking getty seconds. images owns every fucking picture yeah. on the internet who is don't this even getty get me right started he owns the world this man fucker <laughs> <laughs> fuck you getty fucker. well she hasn't acted in anything since 1983 and then her life took a turn <laughs> and uh, then. yeah so she was arrested in 1998 for firing a shotgun into a neighbor's living room window after a car alarm. Meg's laughing. Woke her up in the middle of the night. Like, so like a car alarm. Went she off. woke up and was like, motherfuckers, I'm going to grab my shotgun. And then went outside and shot her neighbor's living room. I had to sh- read that article over and over and over. I didn't understand... Because it said car alarm shooting, and that was, like, the headline or something. And I was like, I don't fucking understand what that means. So she was, like, whacked was out or something. Upset. Like, she was like, car alarm, what the fuck? And, like, it startled her. Maybe she was high. And then, like, shot fucking cars, too. Like, she shot the neighbor's car and another neighbor's car, too. And then, so she pleaded, like, no contest. Like, she was just like, well, I did it. Like, she was like, I don't fucking, like, I'm not, like... Uh, uh, lying and like she was sentenced to three years probation and then she was arrested again two years later in 2000 for hitting her ex-boyfriend with a cane that's the funniest thing like what kind of listen i am not trying to condone any sort of like yeah but what kind of person presses charges someone hit me with a cane and be like ow hey I wouldn't call the cops on them. I know, right? Like, all right, granny, push her over. But maybe maybe it was more than just, like, a bonk on the head. Maybe she was, like, beating the shit out of him Whipping him with his cane. Yeah. All I just picture is, like, a Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Some little old lady hitting you with a cane. Yeah. (laughs) It's so fucking random. Yeah. Well, it doesn't seem like she's been arrested since then. No. And she's still alive. And she's got crazy blush in New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Her blush, there's like one scene at the end of this movie when she's like 
she's got like makeup wipes, I think, and she's like, it looks like she's taking her makeup off, but nothing's coming off. Her blush is still <laughs> like insanely red. Like, what was she just doing? Like putting more blush on? <laughs> it's the movies, you gotta amazing. fake it. Just yeah, like I'm amazing. just dabbing my makeup off. Yeah, oh yeah, like how fucking in movies, like when they're taking a shower and they've got they they literally just come out of the shower and they're still wearing a towel but full makeup on. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like her. Oh, yeah. I like her a lot. So he's like, oh, my God, the hiccups. He's got like. There's a lot of, oh, this Here's a hiccup. I got the hiccups. I got the hiccups. He's got two broads in his car. He just gave the one money. I'll put that over her face. Oh, yes. Oh, the bag. Yeah. I'm going to bag you now. Get in, like, what get did in she my bag! Yeah, like, right? Uh, that part kills that. me. I know, right? Like, uh, some fucking strange man is like, check it out, I have a plastic bag. <laughs> okay, I'll look inside your plastic bag. <laughs> I'll get real close to that plastic bag. Yeah, there's something for you at the bottom there. You want us to take a closer look? How I think, stupid. Like, okay, so I think, like, I don't know if it's this bitch or the bitch that dies in the dumpster, but one of their names in uh, real life is Louisa... Moritz, I think, and uh, she, I think it's the other lady, I'm not sure, but she's from Cuba, and she's a real estate agent now, and uh, she went to law school, and she passed the bar exam on the first try, which is pretty impressive, and I, I read, like, an interview with her, and she was saying that, like, she's cast as, like, this dumb blonde in this movie, but, like, back then, it's like, if you got a role in a movie, you're yeah. like, you just accept what you get, right? Yeah. But she kept on getting, like, typecasted as, like, these, like, dumb blondes, even though she, like, is so fucking smart like passed like the bar exam on the first try and the crazy statistic um fact is her sister was the first female lawyer in cuba wow yeah so they like power fucking family i hope i'm talking about the right girl because i honestly i don't know any of these characters names i'm just guessing uh but she's also in in real life this is crazy one of the women who came forward as a Bill Cosby accuser. <gasps> yeah, yeah, he I, assaulted her in uh, 1971 in the on the um, the Tonight Show dressing room. Oh, poo. Yeah, she was like one of those women, which is crazy. Ew. Yep. Ew is correct. Now that the only like visual I have of him are the recent ones where he's like walking to prison and shit, and he just looks like he doesn't emote anymore. Oh, That's all I can picture, and it's like remember beyond when he like creepy. remember when he like walked out of the courtroom and he was like in handcuffs and he was like hey 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 ah shut up what you haven't no. seen that what yeah, why do you make a fucked. voice he's fucked now man. Yeah, like, uh, it was, it, I remember seeing it on CNN, and I was like, okay, dude, you're in fucking handcuffs, and you're trying to make a joke right now? Like, yeah. oh, your fucked. life is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Morgan with the burns. Oh, there's guy's voice, a modulator. I know. I want to know what, what it actually is. It looks like a fucking, is that like a straw? Is it a talk box? Like, so. you ever seen, like, the thing that, uh, it's like the George Clinton and all those guys would use, like, the thing that, to make their voices kind of yeah. sound like, like from ro- scary, uh, robot-y? from Scream? Uh. They put it up to the phone and scream, and that's how they change their voice. Yeah. Or are you talking about, like, when musicians do it? Yeah. Like, oh. fucking, uh, uh. It's like, I think, like, George Clinton, like, did yeah. all that stuff, and then there was, uh. Like, it's the thing in, um, the one Bon Jovi song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Daddy used to work on the dog. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. 
Yeah, wah, that wah, 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 wah. wow, that noise. So it's a talk box. So it, basically, what it is is it turns your mouth into an amplifier. Isn't it? Didn't he put his mouth around it? It's like a like a straw. It's type like a of thing? yeah. It's like a tube that goes yeah, into your mouth. Yeah. I used to I used to actually have one and I never I never tried it out because I always heard that if you used one and you turn it up too loud, you could smash all your teeth out. I think um, Peter Frampton used one. Yeah. It would seem to me that it would either be that or the thing that they use in Scream. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think by that time in the, like, mid to late 90s, like, technology would be a little no, bit No, I mean, the same idea. Yeah, it I'm is saying. the same idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, it, like, changes, like, the resonance. <laughs> oh, there's a cat. There's, like, a cat You know tax. what always bothered? The only thing that bothered me about Scream, and it's, like, so trivial. Like, it doesn't matter at all. Uh, but the voice on the phone is very different from the voice when they surprise her at and they the go, end of the movie. And they hold it up yeah, to Yeah, it's face. like, uh, motherfucker, that's not the same voice right. at all. Like, the voice on the phone is way more menacing. And then when he uses it in front of her, he's just like, surprise, Sydney. It's like, that just sounds like your voice. That doesn't sound like the ghoul's voice at all. Fucking skeet. Skeet, skeet. I know. Skeet, 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 skeet. What a fucking dumb name why I would hate you that seriously name. name your kid skeet is it actually his real name or is it just uh, a name oh, skeet is it like skeet but is that like the name that he was born with i need to know i'm looking it up google it he he looks haggard now yeah. i saw him in real life i, I saw him oh, at, did you? yes i saw him at fan expo and him and nev campbell were there and nev campbell looks ageless she looks exactly the same Fuck but yeah. skeet Ulrich, like damn he looks like he Lars Ulrich now. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Um, his it's not his real name. His real name is Brian. Why the fuck would he change it? Why to wouldn't skeet? he call it himself Brian Ulrich then? Maybe to skeet. Make it like I don't know. It originated. I'm looking it up. Uh, originated from the nickname Skeeter was given to him by his lig- little league coach. Because of his small Ew. stature. Yeah, sure. He's got a small That's skeeter. That's yeah. <laughs> Got a small skeeter. Uh, yeah. Ew. That's And, like, creepy. I feel like Skeet, like, you know how people call, like, jizzing a whole bunch of things. I was going to say, like, on Chappelle's show when he was just like, you know what I love about Skeet? Why people don't know what it means. Skeet, 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 Skeet. Anyways. Yeah, what happened there? Go to the gym. Oh, he's a fatty. He's like an Edward Furlong. Yeah, like he did not no, look really? good when I saw Boo. him. He did not look good at all. Poor and Edward he was Furlong. like hot. Both of those motherfuckers were hot back then, man. Edward Furlong was tip, <sighs> he tip was top. A babe. He was 11 out of 10. Oh, God. What happened to him? Drugs, oh, man. Drugs. drugs. And then he got bad. the blood, you know? Yeah. You'd think it'd be like go the good way and it'd be like the skinny high, but he got right? the bloated high. He got, yeah. the, he got the fat, bloated high. Mustard stains. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> you know? It's really sad that the even the idea or the prospect of maybe being in the new Terminator movie would like entice him to work on yeah, himself. Yeah, or yeah, it would help, right. maybe help him to to try to work on changing some stuff or whatever. I don't know. Maybe it's like really bad though. Maybe he's like in a really bad place. Yeah. But if somebody was like, "Get your life together. You can be in." The new Terminator, Terminator movie. Six, I would get on a treadmill like, and yeah. I would run for the next three years. Fuck yeah, yeah. man. Because Linda Hamilton still looks bomb. Yeah. She does. She's, My hero. Her Sarah arms Connor. are... They look good still. Fuck yeah. Well, the fucking uh, son, um, Blaze's son or whatever, Derek, 
uh, Grant Kramer is his name, and uh, New Year's Evil was his first movie, and uh, he was Mike and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's cool. Oh. Yeah, and um, he was in a movie that I have actually never seen, Father's Day. I've heard of it, I've just never seen it. It's a horror movie from the 80s mm. called Father's Day. But I you don't think gave me... No, that's The Stepfather. That's right. Yeah, The Stepfather with uh, John Locke, a.k.a. That's the guy great. from uh, Pin. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good movie. Yeah. The, the Stepfather is fucking great. Um, he's also in a movie that has been... F- okay, do you guys ever have like a movie that's like following you around and you're like, hey, I yeah. need to watch this movie? Yeah. Hard Bodies is that movie to me. Hello. Uh, yeah, I need... Like, just Google the cover of the movie and like it's a very nostalgic cover of like just like a woman's like torso and Hard Bodies is like the sunscreen, mm-hmm. I think, that spells out the letters. And it's just one of those like 80s like summer beach movies. And I just... I've heard of it like so much in the past like couple years and i just i need to just watch it okay yeah got it i love that cover so much yeah it's like a cult classic i guess i don't know if it actually is any good but like any of those like summer sounds revolting oh please aging swingers pay a beach bum and his sidekick to lure fit young women to their hot tub party Ew. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> Maybe, uh, <laughs> I wonder which movie's better, that or that fucking, uh, like, three-way weekend. Oh. Oh, yeah. And there was another one that he directed called, uh, Vampire Hookers that I kind of wanted to check out That sounds as familiar. Well. Vampire Hookers, eh? Vampire Hookers. Hmm, that sounds familiar. What's wrong with me? Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then the... Um, how did you pronounce his last name? Grant Kramer. Did you say Kramer with the one M? Kramer? It wouldn't be Kramer. I just assume Kramer. I oh my god! Kramer. If it was Kramer, I would feel imagine Kramer. Kramer. He also starred in um, the Midlife Crisis Guide to Strippers. What? Wow! Ooh, I don't wow! Know. <laughs> oh wow! He's. That sounds really good though. Sounds like a very interesting man. Yeah. He's uh, also the son of an Oscar-nominated actress from the 50s. Oh, yeah, I think so I did see that. So he's, like, one of those, like... Actually, you know, I, I did see that, and I noticed that she was still alive and yeah. was also born around the same time as Kirk Douglas. Yeah. She's still alive, eh? Yeah, she's still alive. What? Yeah. Fucking Kirk Douglas. Yeah, so her name was Terry Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then his dad is Stuart Warren Kramer III. I don't know if wow. that actually means the anything. Third. The third. The um, I think he just mostly uh, produces and like writes and directs things right now. Yeah. He's like the president of his own production company. Of course he is. Yeah. I declare I am the president. <laughs> I'm sure he made his mom very proud. I know. <laughs> he had the sword and like fucking like put it on yeah. <laughs> I dub myself. Sir The fall. You know, it really made me think of something. What were we talking about? Oh, hookers. Michael Douglas's dad, Kirk, Kirk Douglas. Douglas. Kirk Douglas. Um, I was watching the Golden Globes, and Michael Douglas won an award and dedicated it to his 102 year old father. Oh my god! And everyone, the fucking crowd went wild. Nice. He was like, "So my dad's still alive," and everyone's like standing up, like, Woo! right? And 
that was his speech. Like, oh my here's God, to my amazing. dad who's still alive. Oh, that's the awesome. I know we coolest. talked about this fucking before, but I literally cannot believe that he's still fucking alive. I was like, I, I had like, you know, the Mandela effect where I was like, I swear Kirk Douglas died like a number of years ago. And then right. when I saw that photo of him at Michael Douglas's Walk of Fame star unveiling yeah. and that motherfucker. They roll him out. He's still fucking <laughs> they took there. Him out of like his like mommy. Yeah, the, out of his uh, fucking bionic chamber. Yeah. Or something like, oh my god, yeah. I know. It's it's quite impressive, man. Like seriously, yeah. good for him. Um, it'll be big news when that man passes. Yeah, for sure. Like I can't believe he's fucking still alive. Um, Must be a lot of pressure pressure for like Michael Douglas like can't die yet must right? outlive father right, know, right? <laughs> oh my and then they're God. fucking the third like the generation like the Michael Douglas's son is just a complete like fuck up who the yeah. fuck is that just like I I, I don't know what I think he's, he's clean he's clean up. now he's but clean for now. a while he was like in some bad he was shit. like a fuck up like an actor uh, I don't know I if don't he did think so but he no. was, but he was like, like he like was into a lot of drugs I yeah, always imagine their family to be like, like the Estevez family like yeah. just like generations of actors yeah except except well yeah Joe Estevez but yeah that's funny he's he's the worst one wait who was who was what was the other last name there was Estevez and Sheen Sheen yeah they're related yeah. right yeah, yeah. Martin all... Sheen and Joe Estevez are because Martin Sheen are is lovers. actually he's actually Estevez <laughs> but why would you change your name like who cares <clears throat> Emilio was like yeah that's right yeah Estevez and Emilio oh right <laughs> of all the yeah. names yeah, no, anyways, back to the point, yes, it's true, there weren't, there's not a ton, like, an overwhelming amount of information about this movie. Um, I did find a really funny quote by Vanity Magazine? It says mm-hmm. Vanity, so yeah. I assume it's the magazine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the true horror of New Year's Evil is the endless musical numbers by punk rockers and shots of their dancing fans. Amongst that, the bloody killing scenes come as a relief. Right? Oh. Yeah. I don't know. It's I just mean, a fun slasher flick. Well, out of like, okay, so there's out of the 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 New Year's horror movies, there's there's this like New Year's Evil and Bloody New Year's, and Bloody New Year's. I want to say is like an Australian movie. I can't I've really never remember. seen it. Oh, I've it's never actually. Seen it. I mean, it's 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 fun. Like it's just like they go into this like haunted mansion or something. There's like ghosts. I don't know. Uh, but this one is like a, the slasher yeah. of like the New Year's Evil, like uh, sorry, New Year's Eve kind of like horror movies, and like I don't know, I find it pretty entertaining. Like once we get to the scene that I'm gonna like talk about later, like I don't consider this movie should like fucking get fourteen percent. Like I think it's way better than that. Yeah, well I don't know. I think the music element of it is what actually makes it more fun i don't think it's agonizing like i enjoy the idea of having music and rock bands and stuff in horror movies it just makes it especially i don't know like it it just makes it fun and having like the musical element to it as well like it's got its own fucking theme song it's perfect you know what's uh kind of interesting is um earlier when they were in the hospital uh just another like music like tidbit about one of the actors is the nurse mm-hmm. in the hospital. Her name is Jenny Franks, and she was married to Ian Anderson. Like the 
flutist, the flautist of like Jethro Tull. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, and right. and she was credited as r- fucking writing some of the lyrics for Aqualung. Really? Yeah. I was like, I was digging into like all the actors. I was like, hey, yeah, there's not really that much like detail and like trivia on this movie. Mm-hmm. But then I looked at this one woman who plays the nurse in New Year's Evil and Jenny Franks is her name and she wrote some of the lyrics for Aqualung. That's like cool. that's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. And okay. um the uh this guy, um the guy that was like talking into the microphone, the uh, lieutenant, uh his name is uh Dr. Reed. He's the lieutenant in the movie. His real name is John Alderman and this fucking guy is in Malibu Express. And this guy, uh, yeah, he yeah. is in Malibu Express and Seven. Another, he was in two Andy Sidaris movies. Oh, the movies that we were just watching were Andy Sidaris movies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said Seven. Yeah, Seven. There's another movie. Oh, called I was seven. like that. Not the good yeah, Seven. Not, no, the, the of course seven. it's the good Seven. What do you mean? <laughs> But yeah, like I was like looking at the actors and I was just like, oh shit, this guy was in Malibu Express. Fuck I yeah. mean, it makes no sense, but there's lots of tits in it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like Malibu Express. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I, I've thoroughly enjoyed it and Cody Abilene is my new boyfriend. And um, the floor manager in New Year's Evil, his name is John London. And I thought it was kind of interesting that he worked with the monkeys in the show and in recordings. He Weird. Was, he was the stand-in for the drummer because he was really good friends with the drummer. Aw. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that show. I watched the, the Monkees a lot so when I was a kid. Yeah. I watched it a lot when I was a kid, It was. Too. It's kind of silly, but, like... It's, like, British... I don't think... They're not British. No. But it's, like, that British, like running in and out of rooms in the hallway yeah. looking for each other. Like, yeah. that weird slapstick kind of comedy goofy shit. One of them is British. Davy Jones? I was going to say Davy. I yeah. think it's Davy. Yeah. It's Davy Jones. Not Mickey Dolan's. <laughs> I met Mickey Dolan's once. What? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Where? <laughs> oh, there's a funny story to that because I t- he was kind of bitter. So we were in a hotel in Times Square in 1999, and we were waiting for an elevator, and we got into an elevator with Mickey Dolan's. And I'm not even, oh, I'm, I I'm fucking now. not even kidding you. My mom and my dad look at each other and they start humming the monkeys theme. I remember this. Fucking dicks. And he yeah, was that's... so bitter. <laughs> we all fucking laughed so hard. I was like, that's my funny. God, you guys are children. Instead of just being like, hey man, good to meet you. Big fan. Yeah. You're like, I fucking Did love he it. say anything? No, like, he fucking got eyes. off that elevator so fast. That's hilarious. Hilarious. I love your parents. Fuck. Ridiculous shit. Oh my god. Um, I think we should, uh, right before this movie starts to get crazy at the end, we should maybe talk a little bit about the producers of this movie because oh, I yes. think like I some of the biggest, the biggest like really surprises and exciting things about it <laughs> so Minahan, are these guys so okay i i watched the canon documentary last night uh electric boogaloo i fucking highly recommend it if you haven't watched it it's so fucking good so menahem or like menahem golan and his cousin yoram globus they were like the fucking 
top producers of movies of the 80s. Yeah, they um, were the ones who uh, owned canon after the original founder had sold it off to them and they were the ones yeah. who were like all through the 80s yeah. running it and fucking they're doing from crazy shit. uh they just basically like they they had a very crazy story kind of like arnold's like they were immigrants who <clears throat> came to america to you know like uh cash in on like the american dream and they were making like tons of movies in israel causing a lot of controversy as a lot of them had like sex and tits and like that kind of like started a name for them so then they were like let's take this to Hollywood and then they went to Hollywood and they tried to make American movies in America and they just ended up with like it was like just like a mess but they just were at one point so good at it that it just it didn't matter they were pumping out like 50 movies a year um menachem uh he directed a couple but him and yoram like they produced everything like menachem directed the apple oh my god i'm so glad i actually watched that movie though like despite it being like one of the worst movies i've ever fucking seen in my life yeah and one of the worst movies of all time considered yeah Yeah. like he almost like fucking killed himself because of how awful that movie turned out like it's a musical and it's like set in the future where he like a record label like owned everything and Catherine mary stewart from night of the comet is the singer the main girl singer we've watched it you made me watch it because i distinctly remember you mm-hmm. saying and then he wanted to kill himself because it was so yeah bad. yeah it I was like it was like it premiered at like a montreal film festival or yeah. something like that yeah. and they gave out like records yeah and then like everybody was like booed and left and like the records they yeah. ripped the screen yeah <gasps> and afterwards at the hotel he was standing on the balcony like considering like jumping and yoram was like yeah. convinced him not to do it And then after that, um, they just kept on, like, producing more and more and more in movies. Like, they did everything. Like, it's insane. Like, if you look up their IMDb list, like, their list is just, like, absurd. Like, they produced, like, the Lou Ferrigno Hercules, which, by the way, I haven't seen, but I need to watch it. Because in the documentary, I watched a clip of it, and I was like, well, I just watched a a bear get hurled into space. So I'm pretty sure I need to fucking watch this movie. (laughs) Fucking hilarious. Um, they did, like, a bunch of, like, ninja movies. Like, Ninja 3, The Domination. Like, I fucking love that movie. But I've never seen the first two, The Enter of the Ninja mm-hmm. and Return of the Ninja. And they look, like, gory as fuck. They did, like, Breakin' and Breakin' 2. Right. Like, Breakin' was such a huge deal back then. And, uh, like, they did all the Death Wish sequels. Yeah, yeah. Which is awesome. And, and like, a bunch of other Bronson ones, too. Like, and, 10 to Midnight and stuff. Yeah, and you know who else is in, um, uh, from fucking uh, Bill and Ted and The Lost Boys? Um, he's in it, and he talks about it a lot because he's in, I think he's in one of the Death Wish sequels, but, like, uh, Missing in Action, like, Wind 2 and 3, like, they produce Cobra, Bloodsport, um, Cyborg, Masses of the Universe, and, like, they, they kept on making, like, more and more deals, but they were in debt, but they thought that making more deals and selling, like, ideas was gonna, like, make them more money to pay off the debt, but it just kept on, like, putting them, like, more and more in debt, and, like, at one point, like, they were so, like, in their own heads that they, like, started their own, like, they built their own, like, canon films, like, building, and oh then that's God. when it's started like to like really crash on itself and it's funny because like in the documentary like all the people that they interview like Sybil Danning, Dolph Lundgren, like all these people and they're talking about like how ridiculous like Menahem's like ideas were and it's funny because like when they were talking about him it kind of made me think of my parents (laughs) because my parents are Algerian and they speak loudly 
Arab people are very loud and like and they're just like we would hear them like having conversations be like oh my god what are they fighting about but it's like no they're talking about what they want for lunch <laughs> and I was like oh my god other. that's hilarious but then like that's the way that he would speak to the actors like if and they, they didn't and, and they like didn't they didn't get it, get it. like yeah. they were like he's mad he's like pissed off and like right. you better do what he says and like they would just have like funny stories about like how they'd be like okay we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna go into the meeting room and we're gonna like rewrite the story and this time we're gonna add aliens and we're gonna add like all this crazy like just shit. absurd and then shit. And people be like, "But Menahem, like that doesn't really work." And he'd be like, "I don't care, do it." And like that's just the way that he was. He's like, he had this like he had such ambition that it, he had these like crazy, ludicrous ideas. But everybody that worked with him knew that you just had to do whatever he said because it was like yeah, because he he's like, the, the guy. Man. Yeah, he was just like the guy. Wow. And, like, uh, Masters of the universe and. Um, Oh, they, they, so they had this idea that they were, they owed the bank like millions of dollars and they're like, Hey, well, this is, this is when we're going to have to like step it up and get like high paying actors. So who's the highest fucking paid actor and like biggest in Hollywood right now? Sylvester Stallone. So then they wrote the script for over the top. Which is ridiculous because it's a movie about arm wrestling. it's so funny because over the top is like, it's like. There's other things happening, like the story between the father and son yeah. bonding, and then those other, like... It's like his his man. grandpa, the kid's grandpa doesn't want him to be... Yeah, the rich, the rich. Yeah, and he's like, rich, have, like, so he's, like, trying man. to have him killed and but stuff. But then they tried to, like, just, like, overshadow all the important stuff with arm wrestling. I was gonna say, I really enjoyed the part with him and his kid trying to reconnect yeah. and, like, trying yeah. to find some common ground with this rich kid when you're, like, a country truck driving. Yeah. I like that dynamic that they had between those yeah. characters. And then he, you see Sylvester Stallone against these massive, burly, like realistically. That wrestler, I forgot oh, yeah. his name, yeah. Realistically, Sylvester Stallone is a strong man, but when you have an extra 200 pounds on someone, it doesn't really matter right. how strong you are. Like, there's things in it where I was like, I know, oh, I know. this sucks well, too bad. because of his ludicrous ideas and like, but they spent so much money on the budget yeah. for it and like for paying for Stallone and it bombed and then they just were more and more and more right. in debt and it just, it was like the decline of canon films and like, and Masters of the Universe was like what really just did it for them. And it's Dolph- fucked up because everyone I know love- when we talk everyone's that like that movie. movie was great but back then though it was a flaw and we weren't ticket buyers because we were too young i was too young yeah anyways, i watched it on hbo ticket buyer. i yeah. saw it in the theater it's one of my we honestly the one of my buyers no, though my do you know mom, what i mean yeah. so like we weren't we as much as we it. loved it we weren't the money exactly the money the cash cows or yeah. whatever you want to call those yeah. people right for sure like it needed to have a bigger scope than just like you know a handful of kids or yeah whatever. yeah and and so i i get that they did actually win an Academy Award at Canon for a Dutch movie called The Assault. Mm, what's that about? You know what? I'm not sure. Assaulting um, people, right? Yeah. Assaulting it, Dutch people? It's from 1987, <laughs> and they won Academy Award for the best foreign language film. Um, Do you know what year that movie was? It says 87. So, yeah. So they did have, like, and a couple Golden Globe, Globe nominations as well for... Uh, their version of Othello and, and whatnot. They must have been. Yeah. They must have gone under just after that. Then that Othello movie. They talk about that in the documentary as well. Like it just like it. That one flopped too. Yeah. Shakespeare's. That's a Shakespeare, right? Othello? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Shakespeare's tough to relate to. Let's be honest. For like, sure. <laughs> I 
would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you do Shakespeare? Who the fuck Because he just didn't care, No honestly. one but Shakespeare can do Shakespeare. I know. I know. Honestly, he just didn't care. He'd Ugh. be like, this time we're doing this. Like a Shakespeare movie. This time we're doing a fucking science fiction movie. This time we're doing a fucking family movie with oh. the kid from Over the Top and a monkey. Except it's not a monkey, it's a little man in a suit. Ooh. It's like, you guys gotta watch the documentary. It's so fucking good. I'm curious about why at the peak of his career, Sylvester Stallone's agents got him to sign after reading that screenplay. Fucking money, but Yeah, they must have offered him a ton. Yeah. yeah. And at that point, they're desperate for something big. Yeah. Oh, Sylvester Stallone must have been like, what? It's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna show my muscles in yeah. my arms. <laughs> I'll do it. Right? But <laughs> even on Am paper, I'm it looks bad. Have, I yeah. know, I know. Like, um, like an arm, arm wrestling competition. Mm-hmm. So, but it's watchable. I like it. Yeah, I can see how it's but not box office. But back then, they were office. probably like. But like, so now they're what working at grocery stores. Like, what do you do when your production company fails? Well, he, you know? uh, Menahem died, and Yoram is still producing and directing now. Okay, good, good for him. Yeah. It's a fascinating story, though. Like, I really enjoy, like, all the... How long was the documentary? Uh, probably, like, an hour and a half. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, the it's leg. called Electric cool. Boogaloo. I just, like, I loved all the, like, when they were talking to all the actors, because, like, I didn't even know Marina uh, Stiridis, uh, I can't remember her name, Deanna Troy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. uh, She was in one of his movies, and I had no idea. And, like, another thing that they loved putting in their movies was rape scenes, and, like, there's so much oh. rape in, like, the Death Wish movies. Yeah. And, like, but fucking Deanna Troy's titties are, like, fucking out, like, in the movie that she did. And there's, like, one movie where there's, like, topless women fencing. Like. <laughs> that is not safe. The last thing I would want out with a sword are my titties. The tip of a fencing sword. Yeah, like like piercing that tip. Right? That reminds me of, uh, do you guys remember Itchy the Killer? Yes. Do you remember the part with her nipples? I still remember that. (laughs) Shit, man. Pepperidge Farm remembers. That's another one of those movies I don't need to, like, watch again. I used to watch it a lot. I've seen it a lot, like, like, when it came out, but... It's been many, many, many years. I should rewatch. It's pretty I've fun seen now. it a lot. I used to bartend and I would play it on the TVs. Yeah. On yeah. nights. When it was like metal nights and like, oh, all these fucking people like would come up and like order a drink be like, uh, what are you watching? For all of our <laughs> listeners, she didn't work at like the Ritz or anything, so don't worry about that. <laughs> it was like the dive bar yeah. of London, Ontario. Yeah. But people still questioned my taste in movies. Even then. I guess so. Let's talk about bands and movies. I'm ready. We were talking about this the other day and realized that we had only discussed this topic once on our Hard Rock Zombies episode. And that is a very old episode. Yeah. We did that's that, one of our that's very like first our episode. third or fourth episode. Or fifth episode, Hard Rock Zombies. Yeah, I was gonna say back when we were doing DJ like Curse, our friend, majorly obscure. Yeah, we did pick some really we, obscure movies. We did, like, and that's why I wonder yeah. if Mystics and Bally isn't older than this movie. Oh yeah, you're right. I want to say mm. Mystics and Bali is probably. Like I think it's. I think it is. Oh, you're so right. Like it was so old. Literally, I forgot that we did that movie. But we didn't yeah. air it, did we? Yeah. No, it's the first it's our one. First episode. What was yeah. the one we didn't air? Um, there is for all of you diehards. There will be released eventually, like this lost episode that we did. And we're like, Mm-mm, nope. Yeah. It was a trial run. Like <laughs> nope. we had to practice, right? <laughs> yeah. Like we had to practice. Yeah. 
this. Yeah. It was Frank. Was it the uninvited? It was, no, it was, was Frank Henenlotter's Was it brain movie. damage? Brain damage. Yeah. Oh, it was brain yeah. damage. Yeah, and okay. it, was like a, it was like our practice. It was our first like kind of practice episode, and like, yeah, we never released it, but then we were like, let's do Mystics in Bali. Right? <laughs> That'll be better. That was like, I know, right? Yeah. A fucking like head with entrails floating, floating around. Floating around. That movie was out of fucking, fucking vaginas. weird. I know, we like, for, for anyone out there who thinks we do like, some of like the B or C movies. Do you know what that? Movie that's is? like an F right. Movie. Like, oh, I that's down that's a fuck the movie. fucking alphabet. It's eighty one, by the way. Oh, oh, so New Year's Evil. Might it just be. looks like it's seventy nine right? because it's so shitty. <laughs> it's so <laughs> shitty. I've got fucking beer in my mouth. Oh my god. Yeah, we were picking some obscure shit. But yeah, like Hard Rock Zombies was one of our first episodes. And I remember being mind blown when fucking EJ Curse emailed us. Yeah. I like, I emailed, I texted you guys at like eight in the morning and I was like on my way to school and I was like, you guys, check my email. EJ Curse emailed us. Um, But yeah, so it's been a long time. And um, since then, we've probably watched like more movies with like heavy metal, like whatever. Mm-hmm. like bands and uh punk bands and movies but hard rock zombies will always be dear to my heart i fucking love that movie uh, do you remember the song that um what cassie well of course cassie that was like cassie oh cassie, cassie. but there was like remember when he played that like that bass line and then things would come back to life like the spider would come back to oh, life and be like, it was like ding 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, fucking. Uh, so I have like some on my list here. I'm sure like yeah. we all have like, very the similar. Same. Yeah. Um, definitely Black Roses. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> like a half yawn, half excitement phrase. I'm so old. <laughs> uh, Black Roses is fucking awesome. I watched. Um, the best of the worst like Halloween episode they watch Black Roses and I never noticed like uh, the the part when they're playing the show at the end when like the audience is like turning into zombies yeah. and like the 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 dad that's like there to like save the day and he's like pouring like gasoline on the stage but he's wearing like a fucking like fluorescent orange vest and like no one in a fucking like heavy metal concert notices it's, right? this it's so guy bright. and like this like <laughs> bright ass like orange vest like setting the place on fire like i was like i never noticed that that's funny but i love i just i love when the audience members like they get home alone too that's what they said on the best of the worst because they're like they're rocking and then like the rock like changes their faces to zombies and they're like ah. and it's like it's like home alone too and he's like and he gets electrocuted and his face <laughs> turns into a skull oh man black that's... roses is awesome fuck yeah Rock and Roll Nightmare. Oh my god, that movie is fucking... <laughs> I fucking love Thor. Oh my god, the first, the opening's 20 minutes of driving. Oh, just the van. Yeah. When I met Thor, I was like, yo, what's up with that van scene? <laughs> was like, I was oh. just looking at that picture of you and Jen. Wasn't it you oh, and yeah, Jen? Oh yeah, yeah, when we yeah. saw Thor, and I was like, I love Rock and Roll Nightmare. That's one of my, like, uh, VHS wants. That's like an expensive mm-hmm. tape. Um, but that I just like I asked him, I was like, I just love that you guys like 
played that van scene like over and over and over again. He's like, oh yeah, that shit was terrible. And I love the song too, the we live, we live to rock. Um, so we're, sorry, I just want to like mo- um, mention this scene in New Year's Evil. Um, I thought that this was really creative, how he handcuffs her to the chain, fucked. to the fucking elevator. Like, under the elevator? That is, I don't know, pretty fucking creative. I've never fucking seen that in a movie before. Yeah, That's what, like, cool. I read that this movie got a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I was like, seriously? What about that scene when he chains her to, like, the bottom of the elevator and it just keeps going up and down? I would be mortified if I was that victim. I was gonna say, that's, like, worse than worse than death it's like the scariest just like that fear like i know i'm gonna die yeah like this shit was awesome i I praise this scene in the movie and i also like that the control hub with all the wires has like a little tv next to it so you could see what's happening yeah convenient yes (laughs) (laughs) fuck that's crazy though like she's going all the way down and they're like no stop Whoa, you sound like you're in a porno. (laughs) Are you getting raped by a maggot over there? Oh, yes. I'm in ecstasy over the maggot rape. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The French champagne. (laughs) It's fermented in the the bottle. I also love his, like... Uh, like rest in peace, but his like Super Dave outfit that oh he has God, going on. It's totally Super Dave. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Fucking his like yeah, it's like a tracksuit. Yeah, yeah, and like, it's like white and like Amer- America, like these American. So kind of reminds me of like um, the old guy from Seinfeld in Florida. He's like it's go time. <laughs> like he's always wearing those tracksuits. Yeah, he is. When he gives him the Jerry gives him the pen, the upside down writing pen. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I actually, I want to say that um, Rocktober Blood and Trick or Treat are like the two rock and roll movies that always get like mentioned the most. Mm-hmm. But I got to say that I, oh, I've seen Trick or Treat like maybe twice, but like Rocktober Blood, I find a much superior movie. That movie is amazing. Yeah. I, I love it. Love I love Rocktober And that Blood. fucking song. That fucking song oh, is so good. And then fucking when he's like, ah, I know, ah, I know, it's like, ah, at the end, ah, oh my god, it's fucking ridiculous. I know. I love it. I think it's a fun it's movie. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. I should rewatch Trick or Treat though, because like, I feel like I've watched Rocktober Blood more and maybe that's why I favor it more, but it's like also, it's also just that song, I'm Back. Like It's it's, it's really catchy. It's so it actually absurd. is a very good song. I'm back. Um... I was making these girls listen to Wasp before we started this yes. recording, and I just have to also mention my love for Blackie Lawless and Dungeon Master. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just Sometimes admire I that, that man. In, Dude, that, that scene, there's, like, a woman, and she's wearing this, like, leotard, and it's, like, cut up, and she's, like, chained to the wall and Blackie Lawless is like whipping her and he's like you know like being all like menacing like trying to be all like evil like Blackie Lawless usually does and like he goes home and like reads with his like glasses before bed like that's what I picture him <laughs> like he's like just like a regular like nerdy guy but then on stage he's just like I'm Blackie Lawless he's I'm a fucking evil. goblin yeah, I'm like hello V-E. like he's like a goblin on stage it's so fucking funny 
I have never seen, but I know Morgan has. So I'll let you take this one. Terror on Tour. Oh, Terror on Tour, yeah. That is a fucking... It's kind of a silly movie. It's it's really bad. It's not good at all. But Like, not even, like, good bad? Well, it's good bad, but it's, like, almost, like... Like, we're, like, Rocktober Blood and, like, Black Roses seem like they're, like, real movies. Like, Terror on Tour is just, like... <laughs> doesn't seem like it's a real movie. It's just like, it's just <laughs> that like, makes me want to watch it even more. It's just one of those movies where, like, the people are really bad actors. Like, really bad actors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're watching this movie, and this is, a like, New Year's Evil. It's a bad movie, but the people are, like, okay actors, right? Like, yeah. Terror on Tour is like, people are delivering their lines like this. Um, but, like, the dialogue is but pretty silly. But it's like silly. a real band, though, right? Yeah, like, they're, they're a band that, I think they're called The Clowns, and they go out on tour, and then people start dying uh, in their entourage and on tour, and it's like they have to figure out who, which one is the killer. Okay. So it's on YouTube, so I do have to mm, watch it sometimes. It's a very expensive tape as well. I know. But I remember I watched that movie back in, the first time, I guess, in the 90s, because we were friends with uh, someone who worked at our local video store, and when we went on our very first tour, they were like, you guys are allowed to take as many tapes as you want out on tour. That's awesome. For our VCR for, with the in the motorhome or whatever. So like we were like terror on tour. That's perfect, huh? And I think we also had like crazy fat Ethel. Yeah, yeah. We had like a bunch of just ridiculous movies that I wish I actually bought when it closed down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, terror on tour is definitely nostalgic. It's pretty silly, um, and like the dialogue is pretty hilarious as well. So I I like it. And there's music in it and shit too. But like they kind of look like Kiddio. Like, they're supposed to be, like, a Kiss kind of band or whatever, but yeah. their makeup, it's, like, one guy's got, like, stars on his face, but, like, has, like, green hair, one guy's got blue hair, you know what I mean? It's yeah, just, yeah. Like, and they have, like, kind of clown makeup. As, so know. they're Juggalos is what you're saying? Essentially. <laughs> essentially. Juggalos, that's funny. Well, we watched and uh, tried to enjoy Kiss Meets Phantom mm. of the Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was that's okay. a fucking movie. Um, I mean, I fucking love Kiss and I love Paul Stanley, but holy shit, he cannot act. No, at least, and I, and it's funny because I hate Gene Simmons, but Gene Simmons can act more. So yes, well, Gene Simmons has been in a lot of movies. Yeah, like he's like, a good villain. He's always yeah. a bad guy, and but he like, does it oh well. My God, but holy shit, Paul Stanley can't act. At least when he's like. Like in a movie like that, but when he's doing acrobats for a Folgers commercial, yeah, he's not bad. Or I mean, he was the Phantom <laughs> yeah. of the Opera for fucking ever. I, I see, and I need to watch that. I haven't seen that. Yeah, he like he was the Phantom like in Toronto for like how, fucking how long? So long, like years. But he's like a theater guy. Yeah, he's yeah. like a stage performer for sure. Yeah. I think they didn't do that movie any justice when they filmed it like at high noon. Yeah, I know. Like, like why kids is it so fucking it's Hannah sunny out? Like, know. oh yeah, no, I guess that's true. But yeah. it was just like these guys are in like their getup. Yeah, and it's like noon. You can't take like, kiss what? seriously when it's daylight. Yeah. It's they like I, stupid. I just had my ex all the sandwich like, sitting by the pool. <laughs> yeah, they're like and they're what? fucking like ridiculous, like yeah. black, like silver outfits, like sitting by the pool at fucking noon, was shooting lasers out their eyes. <laughs> Yep. It's bad, but I own it. Oh, man. Um, now, this is a movie that I have never seen, but I need to fucking watch it. It's Shock'em Dead. Uh, I've seen Tracy, it before. So you've mm-hmm. seen it before. Yeah. I've never it's seen it. It's got Tracy Lords, and 
Michelangelo. Michelangelo, of course, like has the most ridiculous guitar. It's a double neck guitar, right. but the necks are facing like inward. So he plays We've like, watched clips of that. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. that is a thing. And I just I need to watch that movie. And um I have to mention uh there's just that one scene in Hackle Lantern uh with the um band in Hackle Lantern. Mm-hmm. Uh, that song is pretty awesome. You're the devil's son! That song is fucking awesome. And uh, I'm a... Who isn't a fan of Spinal Tap? I was gonna say, Spinal Tap is so good. It's Spinal so Tap is on my fucking list. Yeah. good. Like, I always forget that those guys are, like, like, actors. You know what I mean? Like, they're not... Like, it's like, I just... They're so good in that movie. And, like, the part with the sandwich is my favorite. When he's like, the bread is smaller than the radius of the meat. And he's, like, trying to, he's like, oh, can I, I can't do this. I mean, like, this, the meat, like, you know, have to fold it over the bread. This isn't, this isn't going to work. <laughs> it's true. I know. Spinal Tap is so fucking good. And, um. I have Tenacious D. Oh, Obviously. my God. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You know what, Megan? Want to something shock- shocking? Yeah. Yes, actually. I've seen them before. Uh, Morgan has never seen Pick of Destiny. No, I haven't. Right. I still have it. Yeah, it's so fucking funny. I gotta watch it, though. It's hilarious. Like, those, the song uh, Master Exploder, when they play it in, like, that fantasy scene, I like the part when his, the guy's, like, head blows up. He's like, I did not mean to blow your mind, but that shit happens all the time. Jack Black is so rock and roll. Yes, he's, you're right. You're right. He Morgan, is. you have to watch Pick Up Destiny. Right. It is so fucking and funny. you know Jack Black is rock and roll because, like, in every movie, he just wears, like, a plaid shirt yeah. and, like, fucking jeans and his hair's all fucked up and he's like, I don't. He doesn't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Love You're right. It. I know. I love him. And love I also it. like um, when he just mumbles like along to words, like the part when they play, when he first meets yeah, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. And he's like. Yeah. Like, it's so, it's just like. He does that a lot in school of try. Too. It's like he doesn't even have to try. Yeah. And he's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I wrote down like, and then started, because when we were talking about like doing bands and films you get on like this you know when you get on like a loop on yeah, the internet yeah and I stumbled upon La Bamba oh. with Lou Diamond Phillips oh my god like, that is a such a good movie and then I was like ooh Lou Diamond Phillips I forgot like I forgot he is unbelievable mm-hmm. I got something to say about La Bamba okay that fucking movie destroyed my childhood wow what, what wow happened? what just happened that movie fucked me up a that little bit too that movie destroyed really my childhood because of one scene when i was a kid i was terrified of snakes and one of the reasons is because of la bamba because they eat snake and that i don't know why but it just like fucked with my mind and i had a dream that was a recurring dream when I was a kid about eating snakes and becoming snake people. Oh my god. That's horrifying. And I was like... And it was because of La Bamba. It was because of fucking La Bamba. But you got snake charmer in your blood. You're good. (laughs) You're good, girl. I don't trust reptiles, man. You're good. They don't emote. I don't trust them. Reptiles. (laughs) 
I don't trust reptiles. <laughs> that was really good. But That's yes, a good Lou Diamond. Way. But Lou Diamond Phillips is pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, another movie that we did actually that I forgot about, but I don't remember if we had this conversation when we did it. Mm-hmm. But Slumber Party Massacre too. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Yeah. Atanas. Atanas! So there's a lot hot. of I know he's very hot, and he there's a lot of so music in that too. He's like singing and drilling and killing, and it's. I'd so be much like, mm, drill me, baby. Yeah, oh, and give me your obvious. fucking shoes, right? Because the shoes that he wears in that movie, like, I have to watch that movie again because how he dances it's so all silly. over. He's it's just so like silly. You know what? Yeah. And like, it's silly. And I watched uh, the first one and the third one I for saw, the first yeah. time. What'd you think? The third one is great. The third one is like Good? way more dark. It's not, it's still like cheesy, but it's like not as cheesy as part two. Right. Um, it's great. I, I loved it. But yeah, Atanas, the fucking heir of Little Caesar's Pizza. Yeah, the heir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking eating his greasy pizza. Yeah, he didn't age well though. I was really and, and disappointed. And he had an to album too. Remember we like he found did. it. Yeah. Oh, there's some songs. I know. YouTube has them. But yeah, I wouldn't mind having his dick and his shoes. Yeah. Um his well, mouth I have, too was uh, so big. Oh my god, he's so hot. Like it's like those girls who are like, "Oh my god." Ah, I'd be like Come into my He bedroom. really reminded me of John Travolta in Greece. I don't Yeah, I think I remember fucking, you saying that. And I'll Yeah and Morgan. I know she's just give your head a shake. She's know. ready to throttle. I know. <laughs> and uh well I'll mention one more. I don't know if you guys no, have I'm any good. more Go that you'd like to mention, but um I will Megan give you the pleasure of never watching this movie because oh, don't you. uh me and Morgan watched this movie recently. And it was called Turbulence 3. Oh, fuck. Turbulence. Holy shit. Turbulence. The only reason... movies? Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so we watched this movie thanks to that fucking show, Best of the Worst, those Red Letter Media boys. And uh, our friend Jen, she bought it on VHS at VHS Fest. And that was, like, last July. And then we watched it, like, a month ago. And... I was like, well, I'm never fucking watching that piece of shit again. It's like a goth band on a plane. Okay. It was really bad. Because Turbulence, Turbulence was more recent. Like, Turbulence was like, yeah, what, like 90s? it's like late 90s. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the, there's yeah. like, there's the first one was like kind of serious, and then yeah. you know, the second one, and the third one, it's called Turbulence 3 Heavy Metal. Oh, it's like, a joke. It's oh, okay. The singer. It's like they they fucking shaved his eyebrows off and made him like Marilyn Manson nineties. Oh, it's like, really bad. Fishnet shirt, vinyl pants, and like all the fans. So it's like this like concert on a plane, no. and all their fans like go on this plane um, to watch this concert like on a plane, and it's That's like not but there's like a hijacking going on, and it's like the singer gets hijacked and like a double like impersonates him and he's all like I'm gonna be the killer and the hijacker and everybody thinks it's the singer but it's not really him and it's just like it's actually it's why is this a movie yeah it's really bad it's so bad like I was just like holy fuck it's so bad who were the big actors in the first one because they had some main people in Turbulence the first one didn't (laughs) they honestly I've never even heard of any of these movies before no I think the first Turbulence movie was like a like was like a real movie like Like a Sandra Bullocky movie an actual movie shit I need to know Turbulence 3 Turbulence 3 Turbulence yeah Yeah, the first Turbulence movie was 1997 
and it has Ray Liotta in it. There, okay, I was gonna say. Yeah. Didn't you see Ray Liotta in L.A. once? Uh, I saw him in New York. Just or New York. Down the street. Yeah, yeah, she saw him like, walking hey, down the street. Hey, it's Ray Liotta. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Man, that's cool. Every time I think of Ray Liotta, I just think of his like eating his own brains and Hannibal. Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. Oh, there's a bunch of good people in this. Well, there's no good people in the third one. I assure you. And yeah, they, well, I mean, in order to get to the third one, they had to have a second one as well. And so the second one all has a lot of people. Jennifer Beals is in it. And Tom Berenger. No. Why would you do that, Tom Berenger? No. That's too bad. Shit. I don't know how this happened, but I went on one person's, which brought me to someone else's. Oh, yes. Remember this movie? Sylvester Stallone, stop or my mom will shoot. Yes! I own that shit. No, you don't. On VHS. With Estelle Getty? Yeah, She's so yes. adorable. I fucking <laughs> bought that movie for a dollar. <laughs> oh my god, Sylvester Stallone! Sylvester Stallone, no! <laughs> stop or my mom will shoot! It's so fucking oh, bad. wow, I forgot about that till this very moment. I fucking That's love funny. it. Well, on that note, yeah. uh, we are ready to end this episode mm. and uh, have another beer. Yeah, anything else to say? Anything to plug? I don't know. Your butt! <laughs> <laughs> and on oh, that guys, note... Thanks for listening. As always, have a good evening. Bye-bye! Bye! Bye.